Jesus Christ, Doc, you disintegrated Einstein. Disintegrated Einstein. Einstein. It's a mini sewed. Hi, it's Frida. And it's Happy. Wait. I wrote a little thing. We all know a bad movie when we see it. But what pushes that movie over the edge into a new realm? One where it's so bad, it's actually good. Welcome to our series, Is It So Bad It's Good? This week, we are talking about snakes on a plane. The summary for this movie is exactly what it says on the title. Snakes on a motherfucking plane. Enough said. (laughs) And we have to say, he goes, I've had it with these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane. Everybody strap in. We're going to open some fucking windows. And he makes his face. He's like. (laughs) (laughs) Sam Jackson. What about it? Face. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Oh, Frida, this fucking movie. I'd never seen it before. Me neither. (laughs) I was not expecting so many snakes on a fucking plane. (laughs) I don't know why. I I visualized this movie as being like three snakes and them trying to figure out where the snakes were. (laughs) I did not expect what I got. (laughs) I knew there was going to be a lot of snakes. I do remember that at the time that it got more snaky like because the concept <laughs> of the film was released somehow leaked to the public yeah and like in the process of the sort of reactions that people were having to the film they just decided to keep adding snakes until <laughs> we get the final product snakes so on a plane. many snakes <laughs> so many snakes even that bow constrictor <laughs> that comes up at like some point oh. <laughs> I'm like so uncomfortable by it as well. Like every every shot of every snake just made me feel ick and squirmy and gross. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I'll say that to like r- redeeming features. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what I have to say oh, yeah, about so, that, but agree. Well, that's the thing. How are we going to go through this? Because is it worst bits? I mean, I do have a few bits. All right, that I'm just like, nah, bitch. Um, but I did want to say that like, cause it's not really a worst bit, No, but in terms of like, yeah. So I think like in terms of movies that are maybe not necessarily that it's a bad movie, but more that it's like, it's standard formula, you know, it's, it's trope, 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 trope. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, so, I like, forgot what I was doing and I wrote, I started to write tropes, tropes until I realized <laughs> I was doing a mini series. Yeah, I kind of like when it started, I just wrote down that I was like a pretty solid opening for this type of a movie. You know, you've yeah. got your uh, cringy, tropey type mobsters. You've got your innocent surfer dude. You've got Sam Jackson being a tough guy. You've got cops pressuring some poor kid to do the right thing. It's just like, it's like any trashy procedural bullshit at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly it turns into nightmare plane crash stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also just the, the, the like the opening opening with like the music and the shots and the surfing and like at least six women in bikinis and 
Like the opening was also yes. with the Red Bull and the Red Bull and the Red Bull and the Red Bull. Like <laughs> the opening was like a solid opening in terms of like all the shit movies we've watched for this series. I'm like, this was an actual movie. Yeah. <laughs> you know what like, I mean? It's, it was like right, an actual it's, movie. <laughs> it's like, they're just like, this is, this is how you do it. But it, it is one of those movies where it is that, and it's very nineties, early two thousands. Here's the formula. You know, mm. this is the scene. Then you have this scene and you've got to have this character with this person. And it's just like, you've got to have the bad, annoying guy who pisses everyone off. You've got to have the dumb broad who's actually like quite sweet. You've got to mm. have the the sacrificial lamb. You, you know, it's like there's just all these little things in it that you're like, yes, these are all the elements that are required to make a movie like this. And they put That's all right. those elements in. Exactly. <laughs> It reminded me of Train to Busan, remember? Like, all the characters being on a train, having the zombies, and, like, everybody is playing their role. It's the this, it's the that. It's the businessman, the, like, the mean, rich businessman kind of guy, and, like, everyone. And it's so satisfying when people do it correctly. It just feels so good. (laughs) Pretty much the entire Train to Busan cast, like, cast of characters was on this plane. Yeah. Instead of pregnant wife, we uh, we had like we had a baby. woman with baby. Yeah. We had evil rich businessman. Yeah. We, we had, had like, the, the ma- guy maiden aunt. Yeah, the guy who's too who's a bit up himself and thinks he's thinks he's the shit. That's right. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> um. Okay. So, do you have any bits that are not technically worst bits, but maybe eye roll bits or? Yeah, yeah, I know, totally. Or or just it's really hard to pass this out, but um Okay, yeah, I guess when the guy goes to the toilet and he says, "How's my big boy?" Uh okay, wait. I actually have a separate section and I should have mentioned this of um a list of deaths that I really enjoy. Oh, that's amazing. So, let's do let's do death by snake or or list of deaths in a minute. Okay, okay, okay. All right. I've got <laughs> I've got so many in worst bits general, but I don't know how they, are they best bits? Are they worst bits? They're just sort of Yeah, the, we Okay, I'll just This is I'll the just... thing. It's like cuz cuz it's a bad movie, we think of them as worst bits, but then it's like, yeah. I mean, there there's definitely things like I mean, for me it's not Yeah, no. I've got things that I wrote down that are bad things for me. Yeah, okay. Oh, I have also, okay. First of all, the fact that he tells everybody he's a witness. Uh, I'm just here as a witness. Uh, I'm just here as a witness. You know Eddie Kim? Yeah? Yeah, I'm just here as a witness against him. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm here as a witness. Seriously? Like, shut the fuck up, dude. Shut the fuck up. I can't hear you all of a sudden. Oh, you oh, can't you hear are. me. Oh, you're just laughing. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, give me one. Um, oh, when the when the pop star G Money dude signs your one's boob, like he actually cusps her boob to cusps sign it. Her boob and just signs yeah. it. I know, like Raph watched this with me. It was, it me, was by the so way. fucking. Oh no! <laughs> by the way, that scene specifically. I'm sorry. Hang on a minute. Was there not a time period where you were worried about Jurassic Park being a bit too scary for Raph? Snakes on a fucking plane? So can I just tell you, 
what yeah. happened. Basically, I just thought it was going to be like Sharknado. I didn't have any idea, right? And then the, the, the murder opus scene, I look at Raph and he's like, what? And I was like, he's like, what? He, first of all, he didn't realize that, that the guy had killed him with a bat. It never oh. occurred to him you can kill someone with a bat. He's like, huh? And then I'm like, and then he cups the boob and I'm just like, I said, are you okay right now? Because we, we looked, it was M. Oh, he's no. watched M before. Oh, no. Oh, no. M-A. M-A I is just our remember limit. the sex toilet scene. We fast forwarded that. And, and then the snakes actually start killing people. And I said to him, are you okay with this? And he was like, yeah. And I said to him, look me in the eye and tell me you're okay with this. And he's like, I'm okay with this. He's, I like, he's grown up. Yeah, he just said, like, it's fine, it's crazy, it's silly. Yeah. Um, he was bothered by a couple of things that I'm sure will come up later. A couple yes. of things. Mm. Yes. We already know. Yeah. We already know. We don't even fucking we know. need to say it. But it'll yeah. Be, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, what, do you have – what are the boob one? Okay, so then my yeah. one is – okay, snake vision. <laughs> yeah. Why does a three out of the six movies in our miniseries or whatever have some weird like just... night vision element yes. to it? Right? So that's right. So if we have an overall question from this series of like what makes a movie like what what makes a movie bad or what puts it into this category? <laughs> fucking some element of night vision bullshit unnecessarily. <laughs> And related to that, just the snake, or the the terrible CGI snakes, but like the snakes' sentient kind of behavior of like pulling right? out cables, like just the snake yeah. behavior. The whole like, oh. <laughs> they're Aviation. just extra aggressive. Um, I I also had like just how the CGI snakes were so bad. <laughs> yeah, but like Terrible. in particular, actually, even in particular, like the first scene. The exploding um, fire flower boxes. Yeah. Like just the exploding fire flower boxes and then just snakes, but like really intense CGI snakes. And it was just like, there was a moment of like, oh my God, there's so fucking many of them. But yeah, I don't believe any of this. <laughs> no, exactly. Like, I thought it was just going to be more like that, but it actually got pretty fun. I don't know if you remember. Also, um, would they would yeah. they travel out though? Do you know? Would they what? Like, if they exploded out of that, would the snakes just automatically just go, now we hunt? Or would they just, you know, hang out? They stunned. I know. Yeah, exactly. Just, like, <laughs> just hang out there. They wouldn't yeah. just be going to just murder. Yeah, that's murder. what it was. This was, oh, it's deep blue sea. It's deep blue sea. It's murderous snakes. Murderous snakes. Deep blue sea murderous, murderous sharks. Would they go and find people and kill them? No, but that's maybe worse bit science. I don't know if you remember Harry Potter number, I don't fucking know, seven, the first film where they had the opening the scene in Voldemort is doing his pre- his conference in the conference room mm. at the Malfoy Manor yeah. and he gets the snake to kill the teacher. Yeah. And it was just when like 3D film <laughs> was coming out. So they had to make the snake like, it's a guy going for us. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, the snakes. <laughs> it's like, it's just going to come at me. <laughs> I also thought about the snakes like coming to the guy. <laughs> yeah, settle yeah. down, CGI. <laughs> settle down at a special effects group. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> 
What other stuff should I should I do one? Um, I was yeah, gonna go say on. in the in the boob cupping scene, all those outdoor like um, Hawaii scenes were just so bad. Like in terms of they're clearly being filmed in a lot indoors. <laughs> it was just so embarrassing. It, it was like, yeah, it was like embarrassing. It was like those t- those sort of TV shows that are only indoors, but every now and then they go outdoors. Like, you know, Faulty Towers is yeah. a good example. It's like, it's an indoors show. And every time they're outdoors, it's always like the same shitty, like outdoor thing yeah. place. <laughs> and you just know, you're like, cool. Cause it's an indoors thing. This is like that. It was just, they were just going down yeah. this like 20 meter, like <laughs> little room that was made up to look like some kind of outdoor Hawaii thing. It was just looked terrible, looked terrible. Not to mention <laughs> all the shots of the plane flying in the sky. Terrible. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the, the worst. Storm, just this, like, it was basically Final Destination every single time the plane was in the sky. It was just like, oh, yeah, okay, so that's Terrible. That, that Final Destination chart. Yeah, so bad. <laughs> what else you got? Um, oh, just taking over the whole of first class, like, as if, as fucking if, even the FBI would have that much fucking power to be able to take over the whole of first class, to put every single first class first class passenger in economy and as if every single first class passenger those people with their money would fucking accept it bullshit total bullshit not a single bit believable i did absolutely love that guy sitting between the women and he's like oh give me strength and the lady's like oh the baby and the dog (laughs) is i'm sorry is there a problem and he's like what do you think I kind of loved him for that. I loved him for just, you know, because when people yeah. don't say how they feel, they're just passive aggressive. Mm. I love that he just is like, oh, you think? <laughs> <It's> awesome. <laughs> that was funny. Have you got one? Um, okay, yeah. So when when the oxygen masks fall, but all the snakes fall with them, and we're seeing like, a good couple of minutes of just mayhem snake biting. You know, yeah. horrendous chaos yeah. in in coach. And the flight attendant, the blonde one, like runs up and goes, hey, what's up with the oxygen masks? <laughs> her question being, <laughs> what's up with the oxygen masks falling? Like, that's her question. We've just, wa- we've just spent like two minutes watching, where were you? <laughs> Why isn't anybody there? She was up in first class. Oh, <laughs> never mind. Yeah, she's up in first class that. hitting on the witness. <laughs> okay, scratch that. But I guess my worst bit is the 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 juxtaposition of us watching the mayhem and the murder and her then being like, what's yeah. with the oxygen masks? But yeah, I take that. Cop that, cop that. I think <laughs> that is... That's all my worst bits. Uh, I have, oh no, um, I've got more. Sorry, what am I talking about? Uh, <laughs> I have excessive boob shot of the couple in the toilet. Yeah, like no, when they're that... when they're getting it on in the toilet, it's like fine, whatever, you know, your your couple, Mile High Club, blah blah blah. But like, why do you keep showing us her nipple? Now I know why they kept showing us her nipple. We'll get to that in a minute. But at the same time, it was also like, the, I mean, okay already. Yeah, it was like I don't need to see her boob this many times. Like, why? Why do I need her boob this many times? Because they can. Because they could. Because they had obviously been given permission. Yeah. I have to say, I didn't watch any of that. That was all skipped, done, skipped. Yeah. I didn't see any of it. And the next time I saw the I mean, couple, I don't they, were, they were falling you. out. They were falling out of the door, looking yeah. terrible. 
<laughs> very bad. Very bad. Yeah, I have one more, which is um, Samuel Jackson, God bless him, when he's downstairs fixing up the air, which was sort of much easier than I thought it was going to be. I was like, yeah. oh, he did it. Oh, <laughs> great. That, was, that felt like it was going to be a bigger yeah. drama than that. Um, and he starts like going through suitcases which I always, I always, I would love to be in any situation where I get to just be in everyone's luggage and just be rifling through being like, hasn't got what I want, like throwing that to the side, open up someone else's suitcase, just rifle through. Nope, have a, I just, I, I would you relish that situation. I, I just would love to just be with luggage and just looking for something with complete disregard for anybody's stuff. But what, what my worst bit is that, He's looking for something. I guess we find out it's weapons. But the second bag he looks at has all the weapons. <laughs> so the first bag he opens, clothes. So that's the side. The second bag he opens has a knife and like a harpoon gun. Or something. Yeah, it's like, who the fuck is carrying? Like, also, like, what? What? Like, just casually packed in your luggage, a harpoon gun. Also, the fact that you would assume that somebody would casually have packed in I their mean. luggage a fucking harpoon gun. Just what I was looking for. <laughs> and I think, I think like, it's, it's those things that a make this bit, great, though. That's yeah, what makes the movie great. Exactly. It's like because they it know. is more like, but if you want to be more kind of like logical about it, I think at the start I was really into the fact that he kept using a taser. Yeah. Like, oh, that's cool. It's like, yeah. What? So what you want is you want like a long stick. You want a, like a, a stick taser so you can just mm. keep. So, yeah, anyway, I don't know. No, I just but, like the but, taser. but that whole like, there's no way that the writers, given how committed they are and how aware they are of its stupidity, weren't like, you know, it'd be funny. Let's make the second suitcase you ever full with a harpoon gun. It just feels like parody. That's like parody level stuff, is it? Though? Yeah. Yeah. Like it's scary movie level silliness <laughs> for sure. <Yes. laughs> um. So I don't, this isn't a worse bit for me, but it was just one of those like so obvious foreshadowing things. I mean, there's obviously so much of that, but is the moment where he starts talking about his partner who we never see, like who has barely any lines and is barely involved in anything in the entire fucking movie. But he's like, you see that guy? And then who, who has a fear of snakes? Obviously the tough guy. <laughs> I mean, fucking everyone, because you're insane if you don't. But like that whole scene with him then when he's uh, when he's just basically paralyzed with his fear and terror and you're just like, okay, cool. Yeah, sure. Sure, sure. Poor also, guy. Also, he's obviously going to die, but okay. I was ready for him to be working for Eddie Kim, to be perfectly honest, because yeah. that was foreshadowing, but I just didn't know what. It was so foreshadowing. Like, see him? Yeah. That guy's the most best police and the most loyal and the best man. I was like, well, he's going to be bad then. That's what I thought it was foreshadowing, but I was wrong. But, but mm. if he works for Eddie Kim, why would you put the snakes on the plane if you were going to expect that guy to do it? Um, and if, why would you put the guy who works with you on the plane if you're going to put all those fucking snakes on the plane? Because the guy who works for you. You think he's going to be like, yeah, I'm going to be protected from all these snakes. Unless he has a snake well, protector suit somewhere. That would be because Eddie Kibb exhausted every single <laughs> other option. Every this. option. Yeah, every single option. He 
He tells us. He tells us that much, you know? He do, he, do you not think I haven't exhausted every other option? Obviously, the only solution is to get exotic snakes from other countries, ship them in, and then put them on the plane that I just know that he's going to be on. Yeah, sure. And he's obviously managed to do that in 24 hours as well. Yeah, smart guy. Smart mobster he is. I like. I really appreciate um, that they put that scene in just for us. Just so we were like, is this your only... Hey, hey, guys, I'm talking to you, the audience. <laughs> Believe me, I've <laughs> no other option. <laughs> There's anyway. absolutely nothing else we could have done here. <laughs> Not just... Yeah, there could have been more simple ways of, like, also crashing the plane. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Yeah, we, we can that. sneak... We can sneak a, a a box full of poisonous snakes. We can't sneak in a bomb, but <laughs> box full of poisonous snakes, not a problem. Not a problem. Yeah. Um, I've got one thing that I just enjoyed that I just mm-hmm. wanted to say. <laughs> I enjoy when he's looking for weapons and he's like, where's the silverware? And she's like, we don't have silverware. He just holds up a spork. A spork. <laughs> It's like, is this all you have? Like sporks, yeah. I love when she crashes the bottle. I was like, yes. Yeah. I love her little weapons. I love when they bond over being pyromaniacs. I was a pyro- I was a pyromaniac. Oh my god, me too. We were both <laughs> pyromaniacs. <laughs> okay. Uh, I love them both though. I, I don't want it. It was yeah. it was awesome. The only thing that I have left was the grab bags. I just love the way they were like grabbing bags to make a barrier. But I yeah. love how Samuel, like Samuel Jackson is just so amazing that like every, everything that they did, he was like, okay, everybody grab bags. Just the way he was committed to like every <laughs> element of the yeah. plot. Grab bags, guys. Oh, <laughs> there's, awesome. there's an amazing interview with him on Graham Norton where they're talking about the movie just before it comes out. And they're talking about how it was going to be called something else. And Samuel Jackson is like that he basically went to them and he was like, I'm not going to do it if you change the name. And they're like, why not? Because like Snakes on a Plane just isn't. And he's like, yeah, but call the movie what it fucking is. It's Snakes on a fucking plane. <laughs> like, stop trying to pretend like something else is going on here, you guys. This is what it is. Let, what let it, it be what be it is. <laughs> what was it going to be called? He's a genius. Oh, I don't know. I can't remember. What a brilliant guy. I just love that. I just so he know- knows what's the difference between it's so it's bad and it's so bad it's good. He knows. It's commitment and honesty. It's like drawing obvious attention to it. It's like um, knowing it's bad and committing anyway. Like versus Pluto Nash knows oh. it's bad but gave up. I you got the I mean? name of what it was going to be called. What is it? Pacific Air Flight 121. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's why they had all those scenes where they're like zooming in on the flight one to one. I'm like, is this supposed to mean something? Is this like animation, the animation class at Caltech or whatever? <laughs> apparently, apparently there was it was an in an interview. Someone was interviewing Sam Jackson about it, and they said the name of it, and he went, "Oh no, we're totally changing that." <laughs> Good for him. Oh, he's so cool. Oh. Do you know what? What I like about him, it's the same with Nicolas Cage, right? They both have the capacity to be absolutely excellent actors. 
Like they have they have the capacity for Oscar winning performances to do movies that are of that level. But they also both just seem to just enjoy life and enjoy what they do to be able to just go, nah, I want to do that. That'll be fun. I'll do that. Fuck it. Do you know? I just think I just think that's great. I, I think it's good too. Not take yourself too seriously. Yeah. You know, you're just an actor. You know, you don't have to always be like, I'm an artiste. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And- um, so all I have now is I have my list of death scenes. So shall so, we do list of death scenes or do you want to yeah, do the science bits? Yeah, we can do death scenes now. Go for it. I'm listening. I don't actually think I really have anything for science. I've got it. I, I've put something in do every you? section. Like a trooper. <laughs> okay. Cool. <laughs> like a trooper. All right. So first death scene, uh, as you mentioned earlier, has my big boy snaked mm. dick. I love that he says, get off my fucking dick. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, I was like, it was a moment of like, this is obviously what's about to happen. But also I was still too distracted by the fact that he said, how's my big boy? <laughs> I was thinking like, Did, how big are we talking? I don't know. I was like, that was, I was like, really? <laughs> do you think they, do you think they put that line in though? So we wouldn't have as much sympathy for him. You know, so we would just be like, uh, oh my God, this dude. And then it's like, yeah, of course, snakes on your dick. No, because there was a lot of like extreme sort of characters. There were like quite a few sort of yeah. people like that on in the movie. I just feel like it's a kind of a horror film vibe where people are like a little over sex and a little bit, you know. Yeah. I thought that it was it, just giving the it, horror film. Absolutely. That, yeah. Do you know what? That's the thing. So I always expected it to be an action movie where it was like action. There'd be a couple of snakes. They don't know where the snakes are. They're freaking out. They're. Like it's running around trying to figure out where the snakes are. Um, I didn't expect it to go full scale horror movie, like which is what mm. it does. Um, Absolutely. So that was a pleasant surprise. Uh, do you want? Do you have a death scene you'd like to bring up? I didn't write them down. Okay. Um, well, I'll just I'll give you mine and it'll jog yeah, your memory. Yeah, just just go. Yeah. Uh, when the snake comes up through the sick bag as she's just about to get sick in it and jumps on her tongue. Ouch. That was oh, that was like what about that made me uncomfortable. The maiden aunt lady with the snake going first of all it goes straight from the guy's dick and up and then it goes immediately up her leg and my my son was mm-hmm. like what is with every, the snake on everyone's private parts goes up her dress and you have the whole like oh yes the old lady yeah. but then it when it bites her in the eye like it just goes straight, right in the eye straight right in the into eye. it <laughs> like it's trying to eat her eye and it's like is that how snakes behave. Like a snake yes. bite, I get it, but a snake burrowing into your eye, is that what they that would is do? Science. Is it, Frida? <laughs> <laughs> so that that was my next one, snake to eye. Obviously the snake to boob. Whose boob? The You see, you skip forward through that scene. Oh, okay. The couple so having me. sex. So the couple having sex, they kept like showing the shot of her boob, and then eventually you get like the front full frontal of her and the snake coming up and the snake goes straight for her boob and it latches right onto her nipple. And that's how she gets killed. Cool. Classic. Um, we also have, I mean, there's the, there's the fairly obvious one, which we'll get to, we'll save. There's the, the big motherfucker. Mm, mm. Which we'll get to. But uh, yeah. something I wasn't expecting in a movie where all everyone was dying by snakes is um, three people were impaled 
in this movie. Yes, they all fell when the broken stricter comes out of the light thing and they all fall and get impaled. I know. And, and how about the guy who takes it out of his neck and then how oh. crazy was that? It was very there was, good. There was, yeah, so there was the two who fell on the spikes. Yeah, and that and the guy taking it out, which was gross. And then there was the poor guy who fell when everyone was stampeding and the woman with the high heel into the his high ear. Heel. That... I mean, my entire body, even just remembering that moment, makes me want to throw up. The act, oh my God, I can picture it in his ear right now. I need that image gone from my brain. Yeah, Raph made a comment there about how in a world where like snakes are attacking, people are, of course, worse. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, yeah, people panic and run, I guess. Yeah, that was, yeah, impaling. Wasn't expecting that. I really enjoyed the pilot's death. I enjoyed the whole pilot arc, Mm. like the pilot's whole thing. He was like the driver in Train to Busan, by the way, was he not? Remember the driver? Yeah. So so this guy's whole arc. But I just really enjoyed the wounds. The wounds were impressive. Mm. But I love how he just got bit and his hand was like that and he was flying anyway. And then he just got moited by those things. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and, and just him falling out and just the extent of his wounds was yeah. horrifying and impressive at the same time. It's everything about it was like there was so many and it was so gross. And when you just saw people just it was like so, Puss. so gross. But it was also really impressive <laughs> in a way. You know, you're just like, oh, but Okay. But the kid, also like a kid being bitten, a kid's wound, yeah. popping the pus, sucking oh. it out. I'm like, hold on. I'm like, I am deeply impressed by this film. That scene. <laughs> I was wondering how accurate it was, like, as to, you know, the whole thing with spider bites. Because I, I know nothing about this Same kind of bite. stuff. I'm from Ireland. Sorry. They, you know, St. Patrick got rid of all the snakes. We ain't got none. <laughs> the only thing I know about how to deal with snake bites is that you don't move. You immobilize them because snakes don't use the blood to put their venom. They use the lymphatic system. So it relies on you moving in order to move it to the heart. Oh. So, yeah, as opposed to other venom, which goes through the blood. So the best thing you can do until you have anti-venom, which is what you need, is to immobilize. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm sure something as that. dramatic as sucking the poison out is not recommended, according to first yeah. aid. I think first aid these days is incredibly reduced, by the way. It's brilliant. Sorry, it I just, just, I just remembered it and it makes me want to throw up a little bit. It's disgusting. <laughs> I think people yeah. fetishize that whole sucking this poison out or urinating oh. on the jellyfish and all this bullshit. But I yeah. think modern first aid is so wonderfully simplified. It's like none of that. Mm. Just It's like compress or do nothing or just, just like do nothing. Just like go yeah. to the hospital. <laughs> Just stay still. Also, <laughs> can we talk about how incredibly gross it was to have the scene of the woman with the baby is trying to get the poison out of the tiny child whose arm is swollen up and you had to have the fucking guy who's got the, the snake bite on his butt. Yeah, that's being what, like, I'm, that's talking what I'm talking about. about. Oh, thank you. What the fuck? I know men will just just if anything, right? Like anything. It just oh makes you God. think like, yeah, you could you could you could be anything. It doesn't matter. A guy will still be like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You could be breastfeeding. You could be like on the toilet and then a guy will still be like, Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. 
you're just a female walking. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> it just is crazy. Oh. Anyway, sorry. Um, yeah, what? no. So I don't have any more death scenes to bring up uh, oh. for now. So we can do worst bit science. Yeah, I mean, it's not a long list. One of them is snakes yeah. on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder, like, so I, I like I don't have any answers to any of these questions, but I do wonder about that many different types of snakes in the same vicinity as each other. Like, are can all snakes just be put together and there's no issues? Do they get aggressive towards each other? Do snakes fight? I don't know. I'm sure all animals just have like, reasons to fight. I'm just going to slither over you. Like that giant boa, you know, it's hungry. Would it eat another snake? Why not? Or if they're all poisonous, do they avoid each other? Because I don't even know the answer. <laughs> we should ask that great snake guy. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't step a foot wrong, in my opinion. <laughs> my other science one is is the only thing that... <laughs> Although I can't tell this movie if, if, if there's ever any... If something is like that on purpose because they're being hilarious, I can't tell. But um, Samuel L. Jackson fills uh, the pulse of the guy. They like basically the guy falls because he has a snake bite, but they think he's had a heart attack. And then they go get Samuel oh, yeah. L. Jackson. And then the cuts to him sort of touching the neck lightly and being yes. like, he's dead. <laughs> Just him being stroking the neck. They cut to him being like, yeah, he's dead. <laughs> Is no, that no, no. how you but, feel about But that whole thing, they're like, they think he had a heart attack and it's like, a snake literally bit his neck. How are you not seeing the giant fucking snake bite that clearly must be on his neck? Also, how can you <laughs> diagnose a heart attack from the outside? I'm right? sorry. But, but they're all standing there going heart attack and then Samuel Jackson kind of strokes his neck and goes, mm, dead. <laughs> what? That's, that's, really, that's really it. And then I wrote, how do they know what Bit, was bitten by what that was like a question we had but then immediately yeah. they kind of showed you he was like does anybody know which snake i was like fair right. as i said he didn't step a foot wrong i mean yeah that's that's fair but i also think the idea with the amount of snakes that there were the amount of havoc that was going on the idea that you would know which one fucking bit you is insane yeah they can only try their best though yeah <laughs> fine that's all my um, science i just had so i i wondered about oh wait first off i just want to say that apparently some snakes do fight each other uh, oh. most will prefer to just avoid each other but rattlesnakes will fight for territory um but they won't typically bite each other but they will face off by standing as tall as they can and wrestling so there you go oh my god so uh, one so one thing I was just wondering about was like the blowing out of the windows and then still landing the plane. Like I know they were kind of saying there would be enough time or something that as the as the pressure is changing as they reduce, but like I just wonder about like the whole pressurization thing in the cabin and then actually just windows. having yeah like oh, having yeah, that that's like what if it's actually. <laughs> That's what yeah. that word meant, <laughs> sitting in the, the West Pit Yeah. Shooting the windows. I don't know the answer. I have no idea if you could actually land a plane if the windows exploded. I'm sure it's complete bullshit. There's no way that wasn't complete and utter bullshit. 
right? Yeah. Yeah, no, fuck it. I couldn't be bothered trying to figure that out. I have no idea. I have no idea if it's accurate or inaccurate. I don't care. It was a good way to end it. It was a good way to get the snakes off the plane. That is true. That was amazing. The way the snakes just sucked out. I actually thought that was yeah. a film highlight. That but question, where did all the snakes go? Heaven. Snake heaven. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Clearly. <laughs> um, okay, so the the one thing, and I know that the answer to this is no, but uh, in terms of science, it was like, would a snake be able to eat an adult man? And no, they would not. For sure. What, really? No? Yeah, no. Oh, okay, damn. All right. Still be too so big convincing. for them. Okay. I know. It was, it was very enjoyable. I loved it. It was gross, but very enjoyable. And yeah. very, very deserved. Yes. Um, but we, I guess we'll wait. Uh, any redeeming features, Frida? Yeah. Swearing. <laughs> okay. I'm serious. I just, the value of swearing is just shown in this movie. <laughs> Why we swear. Why swearing is so great and adds so much, including to this podcast. <laughs> I love swearing, and this movie just is like, just goes all the way with swearing. <laughs> you got any? I'm tired of these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane. Sorry, um, I just have one, and it is the exact moment where um his partner falls down the stairs, right, and he's lying at the end of the stairs, and Sam Jackson comes running down to help him. And he literally just grabs the snake, picks it up and just wallops it off the stairs. And it's just, that is just sums it up for me. The benefit of having him in this movie and just the moment of just someone who's just going to go, we're not going to pussyfoot around this. We're not going to get like all weird, but we're not going to get all like, how do we deal with it? Oh, I I need something. It's like, no, I'm going to pick up the snake with my hand and I'm just going to whack it off the floor. Simple. That's what you do. Instinct. Amazing. It's a great reaction. Um, I've got a few more. One is that it's actually scary. I felt ridiculous. Yes. It is. It is. It is. Possibly scary, which I haven't felt. Um, I have two more. One is the safety demonstration I just thought was absolutely stellar. Ah. Hilarious. (laughs) That guy was so, they were all hilarious, but he especially was so funny. Loved him. And the last one I just had was Keenan Thompson. Is that his name? Keenan. Oh yeah. He's yeah. he's he's really he's such a star. He's such he's such a talent. I do feel like he's mm. somewhat kind of wasted a little bit at Sunday Night Live, but um cool. Is that it for science? It is, I do that believe. redeeming features, excuse me. So we're we ready for our favourite section, what the fuck extended? <laughs> um yes. But yeah, okay, I've got a couple. I've got a couple. Right. Do you have a couple? Yeah, I've got a couple. All right. Um, okay, so my first one is, could you actually learn about flying a plane from a fucking flight simulator? Like, is this something that we believe? Is this is this a truthful thing? Or is it just that there's a lot of guys who play fights, flight simulators and think that they could? I'm going to go with that. Not knowing, but I like that <laughs> option. <laughs> That's my favorite option. 
I do love when he's like, I've flown this, I've flown that. And they're like, wow, we're lucky to have you. Yeah. Thanks for being here with us. So that was funny. He's like, Nintendo. I also, but I also love how like the next line is like, sir, I suggest you uh, step away and let somebody who is more qualified. It's like, who the fuck do you think there is? Who do you think is on this plane? Yeah. Like, dude, the pilots are dead. Who else is there? Um, do you have one? yeah i've got one so when the flight attendants come in in the beginning and they're talking about the passengers like just openly just openly they go i like them when they're unconscious unconscious (laughs) that's what they say they just say it like loudly and openly like that's my favorite kind of passenger that was that was a bit what the fuck okay Um. oh I mean, I also wrote down nearly every death and I had the snake bite remedy, but we've already talked about them. Mm. Um, so aside from the entire fucking movie, I've got two. Left. I have one which is going to be the same as yours. Yeah. And so I'll leave that to you. And so apart from that, I have three. Okay, give me yours then. So the way the celebrities like Psst, to get the woman's attention. Oh, oh, what the, the fuck? The little come here, come, come here. here, and then she's supposed to be like, "Oh my god, I'm so, I'm so blessed that you want to." And talk she to did, me. which she did. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, yeah. Should I give you another one? Yeah. Yeah, like the autopilot thing. <laughs> they're flying the plane, and then they're like. Can you, where's the autopilot? Can you, so there was an autopilot this whole time that it wasn't on. It was hilarious. And yeah. then he reaches forward and it's just like a click. He's like, ah, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that was like a joke. I guess it was a joke. It was so funny. Yeah. No autopilot. All right. <laughs> Give me your last one, one. Okay. Like, it took so long. No one put the seatbelt signs on. Like, what was it going <laughs> to take? What was it going to take? For them to put on the seatbelt sign. <laughs> I didn't even notice. Like already when all this stuff is going down and they're shaking and they're dipping and they're falling. I don't know. Whatever's going on. And mm. they never are like, hi, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we're having some problems. <laughs> Turbulence. The flight attendant's like, what's going on? Why is there no... Like they just... This, it doesn't seem like any pl- any flight I've ever been on is my point. Yeah. And that's it. All right, you go. So, uh, they, well, sorry, I'm trying to think about how to word this correctly or in the best possible way. There's, there's no real proper way to word it. Actually, I guess they killed the fucking dog. They not only kill the dog, but evil businessman picks up tiny dog and just throws it. And then we see tiny dog constricted by snake yeah and the anger that i felt and i suppose what it does is it gives you that enough anger that you take satisfaction from then him being eaten by the boa constrictor but all i could think was well the boa constrictor just came straight for you and killed you immediately so you didn't gain anything by throwing the dog at it so you didn't need to sacrifice the dog you fucking no, he just prick. took the dog and he threw it i i'm but i'm also like weirdly obs- uh, impressed that the movie killed the dog which we've watched a lot of movies and they don't kill the dog. 
I, I, but there's like, a reason why you don't kill the dog because you need the audience like with the film. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You need to keep the audience with you. You don't kill the cute little animals. Yeah, exactly. And and it's funny how we we like we get up so upset about the fact that they kill the dog, but like we do need to acknowledge that at the beginning of the movie they also kill the cat. Which no, I I'm, no, totally. They they, they it was immediately wrote. Yeah, I wrote uh, snake versus cat. Fuck you. Yeah, I, I think there's a good reason why movies don't do certain things like kill children, yeah. kill small animals. I think you don't want to alienate your viewers completely. <laughs> We're for some reason fine fan. with watching adults being murdered, but when for it comes sure. to the pets, it's like, no, I can't, I can't deal with this. No, I, I don't. I mean, I'm sure someone can. There's lines. That's a line that you're not supposed to cross for some reason. Is it, is it, does it say something about me that I was way less stressed? You know, the moment where it's like the, when the stewardess goes to save the baby and the baby's sitting there with their rattle and the, and the snake, the rattlesnake is coming towards the baby. And I was really, really not all that bothered. But as soon as the dog was in potential danger, I was like, oh my God, get the fucking dog, (laughs) save the dog. I don't think it, well, I think that, I didn't think that they were going to kill the baby, but, yeah. but I don't, the risk is always there with the dog. Say something about you. I think that there's something there's when we sit down for a scary movie, we're ready for certain things. I think mm. we're sort of in a certain framework, definitely the adults and everything. Like we're kind of ready for it. We want it, but I think there are yeah. things that we're just not mentally prepared for, even though it's a horror film. Yeah. And the killing suppose... of small, lovely pets is just one of those things. Babies. Yeah. Yeah, you're not supposed to kill children in films, like, at all. <laughs> I think I that's a good that's rule. that's the thing. Well, they did do that thing, you know, by killing the cat and killing the dog, you know, it was, like, it was very upsetting. But they also did the thing by having the small, like, sort of keeping the baby, they put the baby in danger for a minute, but it was like, okay, well, we're not going to do anything to the baby because we're not completely insane. But they did have the smallest child next to the baby get bitten. And did mm. have him being at risk. So, like, they did kind of push those norms for us totally, a little bit, I totally think. Which, which, like you said, it's like, yeah, I mean, I kind of respect it for doing that. But I'm still not okay that they killed the dog. No, I expected neither. the entire rest of the movie for the dog to come running out at the end. I was like, this is what happens in all these Me movies. too, shark. The dog will just come running out. Yeah, I was like, the dog's just going to come running out at the end and it's going to be fine. And it will totally. like, it will have just slipped out because the constrictor will have been distracted by the man and it will have slipped out. It'll be fine and the dog come running out. <laughs> it didn't happen. Yeah. And I was never been so disappointed. I agree. I was waiting. I also was, we had this conversation about that it was going to come out. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's just, it is sad and disappointing. I was pretty shocked, I have to say, at how quickly people were just mur- killed and I was yeah. like, whoa, oh, okay. But also just the gruesomeness, the frothing at the mouth. It was like alarming. Yes. So I wasn't expecting all of that as soon as that happened. And then after that, I was like, oh, they're killing people off real easily. They could totally kill a baby. Like, boom, it can happen. Yeah. Like we're in, we're in yeah. like zombie territory right now. Like anything can happen. So yes, it, it does yeah. create that kind of, it's really funny actually, because the, the way that you describe it, it is, it is almost like they said, well, you know, I mean, this movie was uh, way before Train to Busan, so it's not like it was taking from that. But yeah, those ideas that you can, you just put people in a confined situation that they can't easily leave from and then place something deadly in that isn't going to stop. And 
chaos and so voila so, yeah yes snacks are on a plane <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my god if i could speak french right now which i cannot um okay so that's it well we've got biggest movie sin um the the only other thing i did want to bring up is uh did you did you watch the music video at the end of the movie <laughs> oh i'm ready oh oh i'm ready for you oh i'm ready what <laughs> the fuck <laughs> but you know the soundtrack was like awful the snake songs even CeeLo Green, who you remember from uh, yeah. Baby, I'm Crazy, he wrote a special song for it too. Amazing. <laughs> I mean, surely people only um, did it. I mean, listen, all this does is show us exactly what people will do when Samuel L. Jackson is involved. Because there's no fucking way in hell those people are writing those songs if he's not in this movie. <laughs> Abby, that song was a debut single of that band. They fought like they weren't a band, but yeah. <laughs> you know. I know. No, no, I know. It's Cobra oh, Starship. Oh. You know them? Yeah, what? Oh my God. Good girls pe- gone bad. Oh, that's them? Yeah. I mean, they haven't had very song. many songs and they broke up about 10 years ago, but you know. <laughs> but Pete Wenz was in the music video. Did you notice yeah. that? Okay, we're like on the same it, page. It it really dates it to a really specific time period of movies, right? You know, it's like so all those movies good, for yeah. a while. Like, there's something about Mary. Do you remember they like all those types of movies always had like something at the end, and it was all the cast doing some sort of a song yeah. or a dance together. Oh, I miss that. I this miss that era of movies. Dated wonderfully. <laughs> like, I have to say, I really enjoyed because I guess because. That's our coming of age, right? What was it? Early yeah. 2000s, late 90s? I don't know. But you could tell from her, like, Paris Hilton, sort of the chihuahua yeah. whole look, the, sil- the silky kind of cami, the headband, but also, like, the, the thick laptop the businessman has, that sort of early Apple, yeah. was brilliant to see. The flip phone. Also, it's like, what if we took photos? All we'd need is, um, oh, yeah, what, you're going to send it with a carrier pigeon? Is like, well, have you ever heard of email? Oh, yeah, we just need, like, a computer and email. Or I can do both on this one thing. Yeah. And I just, I re- I can't explain why I just loved it. I just, re- I just remember a time when all of those things were still novel and amazing. When somebody had one of them. It was just like, I, I, I pine for that when those things were still special. I know. I'm looking at the cast right now and I'm just looking back at like the that early 2000s cast of people. It's just so, yeah, I mean, like it is. It's like, come on, all these David Kochner, Bobby Cannavale. I can never say his name. Bobby Cannavale. I just say Juliana Margulies, obviously. Oh, I just love her. Of course. Um, Rachel Blanchard, like just, I mean... Like, Alicia Silverstone is Cher, but if you watch the Cher TV show, Rachel Blanchard was the perfect new Cher for the TV show. Like, it was just so, like, just, yeah. I don't know. It's just great. I know her from Fargo. So the first season of the Fargo TV show, she is delightful as the sister-in-law, as the protagonist. She's so perfect. That's what she was in. I couldn't figure out what she was in recently. Oh, my God. Do you know how long it took me to figure it out? I was looking, it was not, it did not obviously come up in any of the things. I had to really go yeah. scroll through until I was like, Fargo. I was like, oh, that's it. That's there it. We that's, go. Where that's the it. one. 
She was oh, like, Fargo oh. season five cast announcement came out yesterday, I think. Oh, really? A new Fargo? Yeah. We're digressing, yeah, Abby. Let's wrap this. <laughs> okay. Final, final question. What is the movie's biggest sin? Well, why get well? I wrote that it, that it was oversexed. Just the, oh, just the boob, just the dick, just the woman's legs, just the like. Oh my god. Yeah, I didn't the even flirting. think about that actually. But but it's probably the dog. <laughs> yeah, that's what I wrote down. He killed. They killed the dog. That is the it's absolute biggest sin. And the cat. Sorry, I know some people are cat people. I very much like cats too. But we built a relationship with the dog. The dog was there throughout. You know, like. We that know Mary Kate. Her response to the killing the dog was amazing. And it did remind me of her, her performance in Fargo, her passion up her husband. When her mm. husband, she realizes her husband's done all this stuff he didn't do, but her like sweet, sweet, sweet woman just being like, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so great. She's really great. And uh, yeah, that is the biggest yeah. sin ever. Yes, absolutely. And that is it. And that is it all together for this all miniseries, together. right? <laughs> yes, all together it. now. We did say we were going to do the room, but we're actually just going to take an early break uh, for the holidays yeah. because yeah. we're both, as we've said many times before, full-time working scientists and we're both very tired. We well, are I'm very, very fucking tired. <laughs> So I'm so tired that it's yeah. basically patho- it's like becomes its own <laughs> sort of pathology at this point. <laughs> like you can't go on. <laughs> yeah. That's where I'm, I'm at right now. Like I'm just so I'm like I can't focus on anything anymore. I'm so tired all the time. So our next uh main episode is uh, next week, which will be the last one before Christmas, and it is Pacific Rim. Um mm. We'll announce what the next miniseries will be when we come back in January because uh, I haven't planned it yet. I have an idea of what it will be, but I, I haven't got it laid out yet. So we'll pop something up about that before before we come back. And um, yeah, we talked about doing a Christmas episode potentially, but I won't say anything about that right now because it's not been planned. So I will shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> and that we we went on a journey of is this so bad it's good, let's have a little. We did. Uh, oh, have let's a have a recap. Like, recap. Yeah. So okay, so we had what were our movies? The The Adventures of Pluto Nash. Yes, that was terrible. And it was terrible because they knew it was bad, but they had just given up, which is unacceptable. Yeah. What mm-hmm. was next? Rollerball. They didn't know. Chris it was Klein bad. Rollerball. LL they Cool did. J Rollerball. <laughs> that was bad because they didn't know it was bad. That's why that was bad. Yeah. That and the like 15 minute night vision chasing. <laughs> Unacceptable. And the fact and the fact that like it was supposed to be this dystopian science fiction that was not science fiction and there was nothing nothing about the game itself that actually had any jeopardy in it. It was ridiculous. No appeal. Um no. What was our third one? Baby geniuses. <laughs> it's not that that was bad. It was just so stupid. It was just bad. They were no. trying, but it was bad. I mean, because we still had Kim Cattrall and um, 
oh god what's his name god i can never remember his name guy from Johnny Alan Lynch. i don't know oh okay. yeah do you know what was bad why that was bad was that they tried to be funny they were like you know what let's make this funny and they weren't funny yeah it was the it fact failed. that it co- i think it was more the fact that it could have been funny it actually had the potential peter mcnichol that's who it is um it had the potential to be funny it had all the people in it that should have made it funny it was just stupid it was just stupid <gasps> Um, then we had then we had Sharknado which was the cream of the crop (laughs) absolutely it knew yeah just know exactly what it is know that it's stupid commit so heavily to being stupid amazing beautifully done a master class in making a movie that's so bad it's good it's so bad (laughs) Uh, then we had killer clowns from outer space yes That was kind of just good. That was fun. It was surprisingly fun. I really enjoyed it. Honest about what it was. Knew what it was. It wasn't trying to be more scary than that is the thing. No. Yeah. I would watch a remake of it. (laughs) Like I would. (laughs) Just better CGI and better costumes. What else? What was the next after that? Uh, Oh, fucking Battlefield Earth. Earth. I just need that to never exist. Like, I just, I can't. I can't even, I don't ever even want to remember. Thinking back to scenes from it makes me upset, makes me angry that I had to actually watch that, that that existed in my life. Not just that, but I had to buy it in order to see it. So I still own the DVD. Like, I I should bring it to the charity shop, but I also think I should just break it and not inflict it on anybody else deranged they were trying to make something so cool you could just see how hard they were trying to be cool i can't i still can't believe how deranged that film was (laughs) still can't get over the hobbit feet and hands insanity (laughs) the the, the posh british accent the laugh (laughs) (laughs) i've been reenacting that up and down all around town just so you know (laughs) amazing um, and then, yeah, final final episode of our series, Snakes on a Motherfucking Plane. Yeah, that was, it was good. Yeah. So I think we had fun with it, but we'll we'll go for something a little bit less um, completely Awful. fucking batshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I won't put you through any more of this. We can finally do my idea of science TV oh dads. <laughs> You no, I should just do a TikTok video about my yeah. favorite TV. I should just do it, but I don't. I don't know how to make content. I don't know how to okay, be like well, number one up here, number two, and nor do I want to make content. Yeah, okay, <laughs> that's the real problem. <laughs> I just want to talk about Joe Dubois, my favorite TV. Okay, dad. we'll we'll find. I will find a way. I will find a way. <laughs> find a way. I'm binge watching it. By the way, it's free on. Oh my like, god, free to air TV app. It's just on. I was like, no way. Yeah. The entire catalog. I'm like, I'm finding a hard time doing it. Literally anything else. <laughs> yeah. I worry about your sanity sometimes. I've always sometimes. been funny about stuff that I like to watch. I just like it. And I watch it even before yeah, streaming was exa- there. 
I was always yeah. like that. My therapist was like, just if it makes you feel good, just rewatch the thing. And I'm the, like, thank no, you no, for no. the so permission. Th- but this is, no, this is the thing. This is the thing. And I'm, I've talked to many, 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 many people about this. And the thing is, and I have it all the time. I've got stuff that I rewatch all the time. Um, and a lot of it is procedural shit. So I like rewatch stuff like NCIS and The Mentalist and all that kind of crap. Yeah. Because it's, the thing is, is that when you know what's going to happen, you don't have to invest that much energy into watching it. And sometimes you just want something that's comforting. You just want to watch something because you like the characters, you like the people, you just want to kind of not have to mentally engage in the story and what's going to happen. You don't want something that's going to be too dramatic or too kind of like uh, taking mm. of your time and your energy. So I think it's just, yeah, it, it is a thing. It's like sometimes I just want to sit there and I just want to knit and I just want something on. That's Absolutely. just kind of noise and companionship, but I don't have to invest putting any emotion on, into it. Yeah, putting on reruns while I'm like putting the laundry up or folding is to me like I just love yeah. it. Yeah, procedurals yeah. is another level because it's so formulaic and you know it's going to be like bomb, 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 and this thing. And it feels so, it just feels good and it feels comforting, yeah. especially if it's characters that you grew to sort of love and so you like hearing their voices and, um, yeah. you know, there's something nice about it. Also, also we if, honestly the, also if so you like new... the way the story goes. Huh? If you like the way that the story goes as well, you know, if you yeah. like the progression of their story through from watching it the first time around, that I rewatched The Mentalist twice because I just really enjoy love that his show. progression. Yeah, I enjoy his progression Simon and Baker. I love how it ends. So it's just such just a it. it's a nice mm-hmm. it's a nice thing to rewatch. Oh, you're making me want to rewatch it. I can't. I've got other things. But to me do. and you watch so many <laughs> movies that I honestly yeah. don't really watch anything else new oh i watch a lot i watch it because i watch a lot of sci-fi tv shows as well and i'm yeah, currently so watching re-watching all of doctor who if i have mind. a spare time to watch some stuff i don't watch a new thing because it's just i just don't have the yeah. energy so i just watch although i would recommend watching the fall of the house of usher if you haven't okay well let's wrap this up fucking <laughs> yeah let's oh, yeah. wrap this okay, show yeah. up yeah sorry thanks <laughs> bye <laughs> thanks for listening bye <laughs> Oh my god. So happy funny. holidays. <laughs> yes, happy holidays. See you in the new year. Bye. Yeah. Well, see you next week for the main episode. Bye. Oh yeah, there a little. Okay. Okay, I'm hanging up now. <laughs> okay, what's supposed to Whatever it is, it ain't local. It ain't local. It ain't local. It ain't local. It ain't local.